Hello, wonderful people. I hope you're having a good day. I hope it's been a good week. Have you had a moment to check in with yourself to see how you're doing? To see how you're feeling, how everything in life is sitting for you? If you're sitting there going, yeah, and it's pretty shitty right now, uh, then you're in the right place because we're going to head to the self-improvement room for the ninth time, which means this is the ninth episode of the self-improvement room podcast and I really truly am grateful for you listening in and just really taking a moment for yourself to help yourself because at the end of the day you can do that better than anyone and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. All right, welcome back to the self-improvement room. Sorry, I'm having a little bit of a giggle because it's so weird. I've got like in the room that I'm recording in, there's just these ducks that consistently quack and it's just, I don't know if you can hear that. Anyway, they're quacking away. Uh, so sometimes it takes my <laughs> concentration away just a little. Anyway, welcome to the self-improvement room. I apologize if this is your first time joining me. I don't usually get distracted by the ducks. Uh, I'm Christy Davis and I love this stuff and I love talking to you guys about this stuff. And I've always come from a place of, oh, I really want to help. You know, I really want to help make people's lives better. I really want to empower people. And more recently, I've been really delving deep into some new ways and new stuff that is really resonating with me and just kind of just sits with what I really always deeply believed. And that is firstly, I hate the word empower. So this was really strange because I was away uh, for my little business retreat a couple of weeks ago and I was just writing out something and it was about wanting to empower people and something struck a chord within me uh, when I said that or when I wrote that. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want to empower people. You know, because that's something that I was always saying, oh, I really want to empower people. And then that week I was away, it was just like, mm, empowerment really means that I think I know more. Empowerment means that I have the power to give to you so you can have the power. Where did I get the power from? Seriously, where did I get the power from? So firstly, I no longer use the word empower. I prefer to use the word inspire. And I've had a lot of people who are inspirational in my life, but I got the power to be inspired. I got the power to make changes from myself at the end of the day. And that's the other reason why I no longer want to say that I want to help you guys. I don't want to help you. I just want to be there for you. And I just want to chat with you and give you all of the tools that I have that I've learnt along the way so you can help yourself. And some of you might think, holy shit, I don't want to help myself. <laughs> I've tried and it doesn't work. But what I've come to realise in these last few weeks especially is that we all have the same ability to help ourselves, to guide ourselves and to find the answers within ourselves. Some of us just don't realise it 
and some of us just don't trust it. So today I'm talking about trusting yourself and tapping into the power of your own wisdom to find your own awesomeness, (laughs) to find your own empowerment. And I did an episode a few weeks ago, episode number four on trusting your intuition and what intuition is about. And I really think that intuition comes from the same place as wisdom. And, you know, you'll be sitting there sometimes and something wise will just jump into your head and you think, oh, shit, where did that come from? And if you were listening into last week's episode, episode number eight, I was talking about mental health and how we are kind of really just sitting in the middle of mental health. We're all well, but we're having these moments of where our mental health isn't so great. So it's not like we are mentally unstable and sometimes having a good day. It's really about always being well and then just sometimes struggling just because of the thoughts that we have, because of the thoughts that we consistently have and we don't make room for any other thoughts. That kind of leads us into this path and type of life. And I want to delve more into that today. And last week I did talk about the three principles or the inside out way of living and uh, how it really affects mental health. And this week I kind of want to talk about it as a whole and how trusting yourself and listening to yourself can really change your life. And it really has for me from day one. (laughs) I have always had very strong intuition. Some of us have strong intuition, some of us don't. But we all have the access to it, I think. And we all have access to our own wisdom and I think we forget about that. And so while this episode could be classed as a little bit spiritual, I want you to know that I'm coming from a place more so of experience in my own life rather than just spewing out spirituality or, you know, belief in manifestation or the universe or God or whatever you like to call it. As I said, I've talked about intuition, but now I want to talk about self-guidance uh again i've talked about self-awareness as well but self-guidance now i bet you're happy to believe almost anyone over trusting your own wisdom sometimes now if that's not the case then you're already well ahead but a lot of us are looking for the answer on the outside we're looking for the answer in the outside world when if you get quiet enough you get still enough and you make room for new thought to come through, then you really do have the answers. And I guarantee there is a time in your life that you can think back to where you did find the answer yourself to something that you just couldn't figure out. Or you knew the answer, you just didn't want to take the answer. So... I want to delve into this today. Uh, And again, I mentioned a bit of this last week. I mentioned Sidney Banks, who is a Scottish philosopher and author. And he was basically the creator of the inside out understanding, which is also known as the three principles. And this understanding kind of offers a powerful way 
of understanding the nature of human experience and how we can use our thoughts to create the life that we want. And while I've always kind of said that, I've always said, you know, you can create the life you want. I think to a degree, a part of me has always been looking for that answer on the outside, you know, looking to find new methods and to find new tricks and new hacks and new techniques to try to fix things when really I didn't need to fix anything. I just needed to look at my thoughts and make room for something new to come through. So before the inside out understanding kind of evolved, people believed that their thoughts and feelings were caused by external events or circumstances and people. And you know what? You probably still do. Sometimes I still think, oh, my God, why are you making me feel like this? Mm, Well, are they, Christy? Are they making you feel like this or are you feeling like this? Truth is you own your own feelings and you can choose whether somebody makes you feel a certain way or not. That's your choice. Might be a hard one. Might be a difficult one some days. And they believed that their lives were determined by their past experiences and their programming. But this Sydney Banks showed that this way of thinking was fundamentally flawed and that the true nature of human experience was something entirely different. And like I said, I, I'm not really overly spiritual. Uh, I, have, I have my beliefs and I do believe that we are all connected from the same infinite kind of source but beyond that I'm spiritual but not hugely hugely spiritual I I like the scientific side of things as well but this for me just feels true and that's why I'm going to be talking about it not every single week there's heaps of stuff that I want to talk about but this is where a lot of it's going to come from this is my underlying belief because when I started hearing about the inside out understanding I was like holy shit this is how I feel this is how I've always felt and within my coaching I've learned so many different things and techniques to help clients and a lot of the times when I came out of the the courses or the accreditations and the programs I'd start using the techniques with my clients and I just feel ick I just didn't feel right and even the traditional method of coaching where you coach your clients to find the answer within them. I didn't quite feel right. It felt better, but it didn't feel quite right. And then when I saw this method of coaching and this way of living, I'm like, that is how I feel. When I coach my clients, I want to go in and just be present and just listen to what they have to say and connect with them and just offer them whatever comes to my mind through my wisdom and through my intuition. And then they can take that and work with that. And you'd be very, very surprised how that works, how much that works, how incredible that is. And my mentor coaches, gosh, he coaches Hollywood stars and he just does this. Even though he can do everything else, even though he's learned everything else, this is what he does. And it just feels so right. It just feels so natural. And a lot of people won't see a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a coach of any kind because they do not want to be told to have positive thinking happening, to have this positive mindset. They do not want to be told 
to think about their past. They don't want to be asked about their past. They don't want to deal with what has happened in their past to get them to feel the way they do today. And I totally get that. So since I've been using this method, it just, and it's not even a method because it just feels true. It's just ultimately human beings connecting in a room, talking about whatever you want to talk about and seeing what comes through. And something magical happens with this. It's so strange, but something magical happens and something shifts. Maybe not the first time, maybe not even the second time, but it does happen and I'm seeing it for myself and it's just so incredible. So as I was saying, Sydney Banks talks about how people believe that their lives were determined by programming and past experiences but that's flawed (laughs) and what he showed was the inside out way of living is based on the understanding that we are our thoughts and I know I've said thoughts you know thought our thoughts become things which I still 100% believe but understanding that we are our thoughts that's a whole new level this means that our thoughts are not just a reflection of external events but they are the very fabric of our experience. And that's what I didn't understand previously. Our thoughts literally create our world and everything we experience in our lives is a reflection of our thinking. So if my husband and I are having an argument, (laughs) then generally he thinks he's right and generally I am right. (laughs) But honestly, it's perception, it's how we are viewing whatever the situation is, whatever the conversation is. And that's not necessarily right. If you are remembering or looking back or reflecting on an event, you think it's like you've taken a photo and you're looking at the photo, but it's really not. It's what you think you remember. It's what thoughts you create around that memory. Our thoughts create our world and everything we experience in our lives is a reflection of our thinking. And that was huge for me. That was so huge for me to realize. So this understanding is, God, it's so powerful because it means that we can change our lives simply by changing our thinking. And that sounds easy. So I'm going to go into it a little more in depth. Uh, We can let go of our programming and start living in the present moment free from the limitations of our past. Now, I've done this a few times in my life, but I haven't really known how I've done it. It's just been like, "Mm, I just let go of it and didn't think about it again. And before my husband and I were able to build our new house we're building, uh, we missed out on a home loan. It fell through. And I remember just thinking about it so much and delving, especially with ADHD, delving so much into every aspect. I'm telling you, I could have been a mortgage broker by the end of that ordeal. And I remember with this new experience, I just didn't allow myself to go there with those thoughts because I knew once I start, I go down a rabbit hole. So for me, that was an experience of me choosing what to think about and what not to think about. And that made a significant difference in the way that I felt So we can let go of our past programming and just start living in the now. We don't have to have those limitations from our past. So this three principles uh, idea is what we create our overall life with. 
And they're so much more than just positive thinking. And that's what I really want to say to you. It's more than positive thinking. They are fundamental principles of life and they are always present. So whether we are aware of them or we're not, it's the universal intelligence that is behind everything in the universe. So it's not the same as like the human brain, but rather a universal energy that animates all living things. It's the intelligence that creates and sustains everything in our universe. Okay, so that's where our wisdom comes from, I believe. That's where if we, when we get quiet enough, we can connect to the answers. So when I say we've got the answers within, that's what I'm talking about. And then you've got our consciousness that gives us the ability to be aware of the thoughts and our experiences. And that principle is what allows us to be aware of our feelings and our physical sensations uh, and it's our awareness of our inner world and our outer world. And then the third principle, as I said last week, is thought and that's the power to create our experience of life. And this principle is what creates moment to moment. So this is what creates our thoughts. And the reason I wanted to talk about trusting your wisdom is because when you have so many thoughts going on, it's too hard to try to sit there and monitor all of them. And you don't have to breathe life into every single thought you have. But if you're stuck breathing life into the same thoughts over and over and over again, that's when it's time to go back, get quiet and look for some wisdom. Look for something from the inside. Connect with that mind that we all have the power to connect with. And if you don't believe that, then experiment for yourself. Just get quiet, get out of your head and just take a moment to connect and look for something better. Look for something more, a different thought. It doesn't necessarily have to be better. <laughs> just make room for something new, for something new to come through. Our thought gives us the power to create our reality and that's what gives us the power to create the life we want. So when we understand these principles, we can tap into our own wisdom, into our own intuition, and we can trust ourselves to find the answers we need. And I have been just doing that for the last month, just really focusing on choosing my thoughts a little better, recognizing my thoughts a little more, and then when I just cannot get out of my own head... I take a moment to get quiet and just try to connect with and hear and feel what that inner voice or my higher self has to say. As I said, you can call it your higher self, your inner voice, the universe, source energy, God, anything you like. But we all come from somewhere, right? <laughs> so the inside out way of living is all about connecting to our wisdom, to our intuition and letting go of limiting beliefs and programming. It's about trusting ourselves to find the answers we need and living in alignment with that kind of universal mind. And as I said, I'm not necessarily hugely spiritual because I do love the science side of things as well. But science and spirituality are really starting to overlap. And I really do believe that even if you believe in nothing, surely you have to see that there is more than beyond what we see. And I know that this is a pretty deep conversation, so I, uh, I apologise if I 
am losing you at some point, but I'm just talking about this stuff because it's what's changed my life and it's what's changing the people that I work with life as well. And I wouldn't share it with you if I didn't think that it wouldn't impact yours. I just want to say that it's important to note that the inside out understanding isn't a technique or a set of practices. And sometimes I call it the inside out method and I shouldn't because it's not a method. It's not a practice. It's just a simple way of understanding the nature of human experience. It's not about trying to control or manipulate your thoughts because that's what I've always kind of done is try to control or manipulate how I thought. This is more about realizing that we are already creating our experience of our life through our thinking. Just think about it. What do you think? I see so many people on Facebook. Oh, I'm thinking blah, blah. So I feel this way. And it's like, well, what if you were to just not think that? (laughs) What if you were to think something else? And so many of us just don't realize that we can just do that. And if we can't, we can empty our heads, make room, get in touch with our inner wisdom and our intuition and the more you do that the stronger it gets the easier it gets the inside out way of living can help us break free from the limitations of our past and they can really create a new and way more fulfilling life so the inside out way of living was sydney banks and you can look sydney banks up it's a powerful way of understanding the nature of human experience And how you can use your thoughts to create the life you want. And even though I've always said that, I mean this on a different kind of level because you're already experiencing your thoughts in life. If you just sit back for a moment and think about how your life is panning out and what you think, they're probably going to match up to a degree. So it's all about letting go of those limiting beliefs, the programming and connecting to your wisdom, your wisdom and intuition your inner guidance and if you just trust it for a moment you will see and I said in our intuition episode in episode four I said just practice for a few weeks see if it works for you I'm telling you my intuition never leads me astray and if you type in or google um, stars or famous people that use their intuition You'll see a bunch of them talk about their intuition. They go with their gut feeling. Even people like Richard Branson make decisions based on how they feel rather than the evidence that's presented to them. So it's an interesting, I'm not going to say concept, because it's an interesting way of living. And as I said, for me, I just recognize it as truth. I don't know how you feel about that, but... I really resonate with it as being the truth. So just give yourself the moment to to trust yourself and start listening to yourself and start having enough belief in yourself to take that inner guidance. All right, gosh, that's two very long episodes over these last few weeks. But as I said, I'm kind of going through a lot of transformations around my understanding and coming right back to what I can remember in my early childhood as who I really am and as I have always connected with people. So yes, it's very interesting and I'm loving it and I hope this episode has been helpful for you. I hope our time in the self-improvement room has been good for you 
And I do have, I've only been having time for one question at the end here because I've been talking so much. So I have one question to answer this week. Now, if you want to send in any question at all about your life, about where you're at, any questions you have, then I will leave the link in the show notes for you and you can send it in and you will remain anonymous. I never say anybody's name. And then I will give you my advice, which is exactly that. Just my advice. I do not have all of the answers. <laughs> so if you are seeking medical advice or you need help in that kind of nature, then make sure you seek professional advice. In saying that, here is my advice, not professional medical advice, but my advice to our question for this week. My husband and I have been fighting on a regular basis and I feel like he's to blame and he feels like I'm to blame and we just can't seem to get on the same page. He doesn't want counselling and I'm not sure I do either. Is there any way forward? Okay, well, when, when I was younger and I did my Diploma of Community Services, we did look into relationships. So I can talk from that point of view, but I can also speak from, again, what I was just talking about in this episode, and that is our thought process. So my advice to you or my conversation that I would have with you would look something like, how do you feel? You've just told me that... Uh, you think you're right, he thinks he's right, you can't get on the same page. What is his page? What is your page? Without knowing that and without you stopping and looking at his point of view and vice versa, it can be very difficult to get on the same page. But in saying that, do you need to be on the same page? I mean, is it in regards to parenting that you're not on the same page? In regards to work or money or just everything in general? Sometimes we don't need to agree. We don't need to be on the same page. We just need to have love and respect for each other. And if you can find that again in your relationship, which I assume you had at one point, then slowly everything else can be overcome. It's about talking to each other and talking with respect and understanding. And that can be where it's difficult and sometimes Unfortunately, you just might have to be the person to take that lead and to be the one to go, okay, I'm just going to slow my pride so I can get through this and I'm going to be the adult and give space for him to tell me how he feels. And from there, you might find that he might be more willing to open up if he feels like you are genuinely just listening. Sometimes that's not the answer that we want, but aside from that, it's kind of that or leave. <laughs> and if you feel like you really want to keep your marriage, then just take the lead for this one time, see how it goes. Just listen and listen not to respond, but to actually hear and then speak with respect. And he could be way more open than you think. Or it might take a few times, but if your relationship is worth saving, then I suggest you try that. All right, I hope that helps. If you have a question, make sure you send it through. I will leave the link in the notes. And until next week, 
use that wisdom, use that intuition, use that innate sense of power you have within yourself. Enjoy the rest of your week.